Welcome back, Cracked fans, to another edition of the Cracked Interviews Podcast. I'm your host, Alex Gruskin. Today's episode is of particular significance to me as I am joined by a man who once upon a time was my head coach in high school. Of course, now he's an assistant coach at a top 50 Division I men's tennis program. Of course, I'm referring to Tulsa men's tennis assistant coach Josh Molina, who joins us on the show today to discuss both his unique pathway in coaching, his first six months on the job at Tulsa, and so much more. Sincerely, folks, this is a man who I can attribute so much of the success I have had in my career to. I remember back in 2012, the conversations we had had on the bus, him discussing his coaching aspirations, me hypothesizing about the things I wanted to accomplish in the sport, and to see so much of that come to fruition over the course of the past decade, obviously a dream come true. I, of course, understand why Josh has had the success that he has had, his work ethic, his ability to get those around him to believe in themselves. It's the sort of skill set that should succeed within this sport, even if his background isn't, dare I say, the traditional background you will see from so many coaches. And again, that's why I was so happy today to have him on the show so that he could elaborate on his background, offer all of you listeners who may have similar passions, similar aspirations, insight into what that process looks like and how, again, you might be able to accomplish that yourself someday. And then, you know, again, more broadly, Uh, This podcast could have been an hour. Josh had to go practice with his team. Otherwise, it probably would have been. We will certainly have Josh back on the show more in the future. But again, this one means a lot to me. He was my head coach. He got me to believe in myself in a way at that point in my life. I just wouldn't have otherwise. And I like to think that self-confidence, which oftentimes doesn't just border on it, far exceeds hubris. uh, That comes from the confidence I gained from his coaching. So again, to have him on the show so that he could share some insight with all of you listeners. Dream come true. Of course, he and his squad take on Arkansas 6 p.m. Eastern time Wednesday on ESPN Plus, our Crack Rackets team on the call for that one. So make sure you join us as well. But without further ado, let's get to it. Our conversation with my former head coach, now Tulsa men's tennis assistant coach, Josh Molina. Joining us on the show once again today is a man you will all know best now as the assistant coach for the Tulsa men's tennis program, but he's the man I know first and foremost as, dare I say, the man most responsible for what I do today, the head coach of the Detroit Country Day 39ers. Now, it is our dear friend, assistant (laughs) coach Josh Molino, joining us once again. Coach, welcome back to the show. It's good to see you. How's it going, my friend? Alex, my guy. Uh, Thanks for having me. We're we're excited about tomorrow, and uh, yeah, it's been a crazy 12 months uh, for me personally, but I know for you guys over at Cracked, and so uh, it's uh, it's a good time to be a tennis fan. I guess my first question is, it just makes sense, right, that I do what I do, that you do what you do. It all kind of fell into place. Like, this is what we were plotting, was it not, more than a <laughs> decade ago? Yeah, I mean, plotting, I guess, yeah, you could talk <laughs> about it. Um, but no, we had such a great culture, uh, up in, in Southeast Michigan and, and we had so many great guys, um, to mentor both of us. So 
um, it just so happened to be that we ended up in the industry and, and now we can do these interviews like we talked about probably, what, 11 years ago. Yeah, and this time we just have to be a little bit more formal maybe uh, <laughs> than once upon a time. But for you to come from an NAIA school and obviously for you to have – for you to be at that level of the game and do what you did at Kansas Wesleyan and see the sport from that aspect to now be coaching at the Division One level, I'm just curious what that means to you and what that transition has been like. Yeah, well, you've you've heard – you know, all about it since I left <laughs> Michigan uh, and went the the private sector route and uh, worked for Genesis Health Clubs. A lot of good people there uh, with the opportunity to coach Wesleyan um, and then, you know, transition now to to Tulsa. Uh, I'm lucky, you know, it took a lot of hard work, but but networking with the right people and, and doing the things behind the scene with the ITA and with the NAIA. It's been a crazy ride, and um, I'm just really excited for the future, you know, of of our sport, college tennis, and uh, met so many great people at Kansas Wesleyan around the NAIA, and had a lot of mentors there, and then did a lot of work with the ITA. So um, it, it's been great. It's uh, it's a wild ride, and and I'm just excited for the future. You will stay humble on the podcast. I know how you work, but I want you to brag about yourself here for a second because sincerely, you were a high school tennis coach. You were my high school tennis coach. That pathway from there to now, you are the assistant at Tulsa, a a perennial NCAA tournament team at the Division I level. And I want to be clear. You are the best motivator I know. Like the mm-hmm. reason I do believe in myself is because you're like, come on. I didn't I appreciate that. I don't know if Liz told you your lovely fiance who now works for the ITA, who I got to spend two weeks with during these national indoor coverage. I said, you know, I could do a pretty good Josh impression. And she's like, really? I was like, once upon a time for sure. And she's like, all right, give it to me. I was like, well, I have to work into my character. I was like, give me a second. <laughs> and the line I always use is, Come on, like, yeah, God, really, come, come on, on. Yeah, 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 or just I'll never forget again. Patrick and I are sulking, we lose the only time we lost my birthday, 17th birthday, my senior year. You look at us, we're down a set and a break. You go, Look, you have two choices you can keep doing this, or you can, and I'm not gonna, I won't use the color lane, or you can get your act together and let's yeah. start winning. And so, again. Yeah. I say that to say you don't have a traditional tennis background. It's not like you were a top 20 player at a Division One powerhouse. Talk to me about the work it took to be from high school tennis coach to assistant at a D1 program because there are a lot of people with that sort of aspiration, and they would be fascinated to know what it was like. Yeah, no, it's uh, there's definitely no uh, one path. I, I think yeah. that's for sure. Um, you know, after I graduated from UCF, uh, go Knights, charge on. Um, and I listen, they're big 12 or American. So I think I can say that, yeah. but, uh, you know, I got to work under my father, Armand, uh, and some great guys, Ed Nagel, um, you know, university of Michigan guy and, and, you know, one of your personal coaches and, um, just working and learning how to, uh, develop relationships and be a part of the player development. Those guys are some of the best, um, with my father, you know, a ball Terry guy, and, and then a USTA, uh, national team coach. And then, um, Ed, you know, being with with some great players in Kornikova. Um, so learning how to be a professional, um, sitting and watching those guys was really important. And then uh, having the opportunity to coach at Country Day and work with such a great group of of uh, of student athletes was um, I was really lucky. Gosh, I was a young guy and thrown into this powerhouse and uh, building a team culture was good. Um, so, yeah, I mean, the, the path is. Uh, 
it, it's large and you can go any different route. Um, what I was accustomed to in Michigan and working with that high performance player out of Southeast Michigan, um, we sent a lot of guys to play at the, you know, the highest level of college. Uh, and then transitioning to to Kansas Wesleyan um, was interesting because you had to learn um, the budgets and the recruiting and retention and and kind of what goes into a smaller school and how we survive. And uh, one of the best things I, I encourage people to do is to get out and do the network, um, build your network, ask questions. Don't be afraid to reach out. A lot of guys don't respond. I'll tell you, in my job search uh, over the summer, I, there was way more that didn't respond. But the guys that did, I really appreciate them and their time um, and the networks. Uh, so, so at Wesleyan, it took five years, but we we built a solid program. We hosted the national indoors, and um, that kind of led me uh, to a program, a mentorship program with uh, um, Peter Wright, uh, Cal's uh, former head coach, a great guy, and he was awesome. And um, Grant Chen spent some time with me, and and Adam Steinberg. Uh, I, I texted him probably way too many times, <laughs> um, but just to find a path, you know. And they and they all said the same thing: be relentless. And there is no path for a guy that, you know, came from the bottom up. And uh, so I got the opportunity with Vince and, and he's been incredible. Uh, he's a leader. He's uh, he, he's a mentor. He's just been great. And, and Tulsa's uh, um, Tulsa's going to come. We're, we're coming back. No, and I want to get there. But my last you centric question, the experience at K-Dub, you kind of glossed over it. Budgeting, fundraising, recruiting. What was that like as a crash course? Because I imagine you had, were thrust into it and had to do everything. Yeah, no, you definitely got to be the Swiss Army knife. There's no doubt. <laughs> yeah. uh, you got to be a hustler. Um, you know, I built some great relationships with people in in uh, Little Salina, Kansas. I miss those people greatly. Uh, good people, great supporters, but um, it's just a grind. You got to be on the road and find your your recruiting niche and uh, and and how you can sell. Uh, the product of the program and, and graduating, and, you know, for most people in the NAI, they're going to go, they want to play it as a side piece, but the degree is the most important. So what degree worked for us and what can you do after it? So yeah, the budget and fundraising and practice plans, they were long days, um, short nights. And, uh, but, but I, I wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't trade it for anything. Honestly, I think you and I know it's, it's about the hustle and uh, we've always hustled harder and that was our motto for a while. <laughs> So uh, I'm just thankful to be in the position I am and very proud of you and what you've done. And I'm looking forward to what we can do here at TU. Oh, I appreciate you saying that. Look, once upon a time, we were Nike guys. But <laughs> nowadays you wake up every morning, it's the Adidas little emblem on that jacket. What does it yeah. mean to you to get to go to work every day with a guy like Vince? What have your first few months on the job been like at Tulsa? Yeah, you know, uh, honestly, it was crazy. I got hired uh, end of June. I think we talked a little bit yeah. down in, uh, I saw you at uh, NCAAs in Lake Nona at the convention, and I was pressing you like, hey, man, who do you know? You know what's <laughs> up? Who, like, I'm ready to go. Liz got the opportunity with the ITA so she could work remote, and so we were free um, to kind of look around. And uh, I got here in June. We went right overseas to uh, to Wimbledon, and uh, that was our engagement trip, so it was crazy. <laughs> Uh, I got back in July and I had about a couple weeks. I started talking to some guys and we signed a really good freshman, Alex Okonkwo, um, who I got to meet in person over in, in London. So it was thrown into the fire quick. And, uh, you know, Vince had trust in me that um, I could handle that and building out some practice plans and not changing anything. He's been in the industry 33 years or longer. He's done such a great job at this program. So uh, it was more, what can I bring to the table? What can I take from his plate? And um, 
listen, Adidas is, is who we're repping now. If it goes back to Nike one day, fantastic. Um, but so they care, they take care of us really well here. So uh, it, it's great to come to work. Yeah, no, I know you burned it all. Let the record show. It's only Adidas <laughs> moving forward. No, no, but... no, it's still there. You, yeah. you know, I'm excited. <laughs> it might be a little bigger than what you wear now, but that's okay. <laughs> well, I'm just fascinated because, look, I know deep down you're just a competitor. Like you want to roll the balls out and play. What's it like to be around this level again? Because obviously you talked about it. It's not. It wasn't me. It was Fliegner's. It was the Jack Murray's of the world. Who were D one players. I was there for the spark. Listen, like, you I, could play, man. You yeah. the serving volley on the deuce side. Good chip half volley. You like to pump the overhead. There's no yeah, doubt. Look, I uh, I get loud with it. There's I, like I like to think it's dipping the return low. My backhand return is coming at your feet, and yeah. uh, there's no doubt about that. With but, that ugly Prince racket. No offense to Prince. <laughs> But that thing, I mean, the only thing we used it for was to break a window. <laughs> Anyways, uh, just talk to me about what it's like to – how it, – it has to energize you to be around the level. What have you seen from the guys? You know, what's your message been in trying to help them develop early? Yeah, you know, at, at this uh, stage, I mean, we got to see TCU up close and personal, and and we saw what they did at, at kickoff weekend, and I texted you after about Fernley. Um, that guy is, is gotta be one of the better college players. He's in form like anyone's been in a long time there, but, um, you know, I enjoyed working at Wesleyan, you know, our level was good. It was, it was, um, you know, uh, state champions, you know, guys that we had played that were, um, a lot of American kids that had played the circuit, but you come here, it is a different level. Uh, everybody can play, they can move, they can rip the ball. Uh, they're serving well. I think it's getting them to buy into a culture you know, and, and a process and the, and the way that we're going to work each day, uh, the way that you're going to treat each other, the way that you're going to take care of stuff um, off the court. And I think that that'll transition really well to the results on the court. So um, I don't think there's a secret formula. I mean, these guys, they're so talented, but uh, getting them to enjoy coming to practice, you know, that that's a big thing for me is, is I want them to show up at one thirty for treatment, get on the courts at two and be ready to work through to four thirty, and then go to weights. So um, that'll be my message to where, wherever I am, and that's what we're doing here to you. And, and I know that's what they've done in the past. So uh, we've lost four in a row. Um, we played some some tough programs, some traditional logos. Uh, we're, we're looking forward to Arkansas, another traditional logo tomorrow, um, and uh, to kind of get back in that that winning track. Yeah. Uh, talk to me about the depth on this team. I know obviously Pierce has been real solid at that one spot, but trying to figure everything out from there. I know coach Westbrook, when we talked to him said still a process. What have you seen from the guys so far? Uh, talk to me about again, strengths of your team. Yeah, we got lucky with, with Rollins. Um, PR has been great. He he's a professional mindset. Um, I love the lefties. Uh, shout out to my guy, magic Wong, uh, <laughs> you know, had, had a little career at Michigan state. Um, but, uh, uh, Pierce is great. He shows up. Uh, you don't have to ask him anything. He's ready to rock on time. Uh, we got another grad transfer, Tiago Pernis. Uh, Tiago's uh, been, he's been bit by the injury bug. Um, and so we're looking forward to getting him back. Uh, he's, uh, he's a great guy. He works hard. He's talking about a competitor. Um, and then we've got some returning guys. We've got a senior Callum Gale from Australia, big guy. He's had some great results. Uh, we're, we're pretty deep. You know, we've got some good freshmen too. I, I mentioned Alex and we've got a Brazilian uh, Victor Tosseto who's been at the back end. So, um, you know, we're, we're kind of finding out who we are. You know, we've got two new coaches and six new guys this year. So our goal is to, to get uh, a conference championship and to get to the NCAA tournament. And uh, you know, me, we're, we're, we're going to be oriented. We're going to put that in front of us. We're going to chase it and, 
Um, it's just one match at a time right now. Yeah, I just I'm hoping at some point during the broadcast tomorrow, which I'm going to be fortunate on Arkansas, we're going to catch on the mic just a staple of the Josh Malone. What are you doing? Like, I know what I got. Whenever yeah. I got that from you, I was like, all right, get my <laughs> together. Like, come you on, know, sorry, I, right? I got to be honest. I man, I was a, a 25 year old yeah. goon. You know, I, I don't know what I was doing half the time. So uh, I definitely toned it down a little bit. And and I think that honestly, today's coaching uh, versus your generation, um, you definitely there's more of an empathetic approach. Uh, you got to coach everybody a little bit different. And uh, I want these guys to know that we're there to support them. We're not trying to downgrade them. There definitely will be those moments like, come on, man, why, 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 are, you doing, why are you doing that to yourself? But uh, um, these guys listen really well. I've been really impressed of how they've taken to to uh, me, you know, as a new coach. And gosh, does this guy know anything from the NAIA? Um, and so uh, we had a good signature win against Princeton. And so we're looking forward to Arkansas and then Texas Tech and Nebraska. I want to clarify. I, when you would say it, it wasn't in a negative sense. It was always like, hey, you know you're better than this, right? Like, <laughs> we know how good you can be. And that was always the yeah. thing is let's let's get going. And that was always yeah. the best message. But, you know, we have always said privately, but I'll say it publicly, give you the right school. I have no doubt you will have success in the recruiting pitch. I'm curious. You have a school now certainly to work with in Tulsa during Vince's career, 19 NCAA tournament appearances uh, in now 32 years. And, you know, I think it's nine conference titles for him overall as well. What's your pitch been? Talk to for listeners or fans or parents who might not know about the Tulsa God, you're program. putting me on the spot. I, you know, I can't really sell exactly what, what uh, you know, would be necessarily in a conversation, but um, – you know, our schedules, uh, as good as anybody, our travel, um, the things that we're going to do at TU and the degree that you can leave with uh, are, are going to be top notch, you know, and and I don't know how many schools we talked about it earlier have a Grand Slam champion. You know, Marcelo Arevalo is, is top 15 in the world and he won the 22 French Open uh, doubles championship. So a guy like Vince is an unbelievable mentor on and off the court and he can teach you how to be a professional. So um we love the support. The community is great. We should have a packed house tomorrow night. Um, and, uh, you know, we're just going one match at a time and, and, uh, hopefully we get to, um, get an opportunity to play in the NCAA. Yeah. And my final question for you, you talked about the big crowd you're hoping for tomorrow night. We're going to see a big fist pump from you. Have you toned that back <laughs> as well? Or will you still let yeah, it, rip you know, we'll, we'll see, uh, we'll see how the, the evening goes, but, uh, um, uh, we've been in some tight ones. The Princeton win at three all was really big. Uh, yeah. We played Oklahoma tough, uh, had an opportunity here again with Princeton um, a couple weeks back. Uh, Baylor beat us up pretty good. Uh, that that team's um, – Woodson's got them playing well. So uh, we'll, we'll, you'll see some emotion, but we, we got to get through a tough doubles point and, and try to dig ourselves into some singles and see where we end up. In the shaved head era, do you throw the hat or no? <laughs> uh, you know, that's a good question. Yeah, the shaved head, I mean, the hair is gone. God, I used to have a, an unbelievable head. Um wow. You know I, what? I I'll tweet out the first. Oh, yeah. Here. Yeah, look at, look at I, those I saw the hats. I've always been a hat guy. <laughs> yeah, that's true. God, we were yeah. handsome. But, uh, uh, yeah, no, the hat the hat stays on, um, <laughs> except for the anthem. But uh, hopefully it's a good hat throw, not a bad one. Yeah. No, I'll tweet out the photo of you, me, Ed, with the trophy. It's just, it's my favorite photo. We yeah, it's, just, a bit, it's a good one. It's just a smile on the face like, we did it. This one, we, <laughs> this one was earned. And yeah. sincerely, you earned this. You did it the hard way. And, you know, I have always been a believer. There's a reason why when the head coaching position came open, I happened to be the senior captain. Uh, I said, let's hire this Josh Molino guy. Like, I've 
believe yeah. in him. This is who we want yeah. to steer the ship. And uh, I say this to you off, Mike. I'll say it to you on you. The belief I gained from your coaching of me, it's why I have the confidence to do what we do today. So appreciate all of your support over the years. Obviously, I will be as biased towards you guys as possible because <laughs> I've earned that right. So, yeah, you have. Yeah, sincerely appreciate you taking the time to chat today. All right, Alex. Thanks, man. I'm proud of you guys, and thanks for everything you're doing. We'll see you tomorrow. Hope all of you enjoyed my conversation with Tulsa men's tennis assistant coach Josh Molino. I like to think we restrained ourselves fairly well, preventing ourselves from taking too deep a stroll, dare I say, down memory lane. There were plenty of memories left on the cutting board. And again, I'm going to have Josh back on the show more throughout the course of this season as we cover more of his team's efforts. So be ready for more story time with Josh Molino. He showed off a fantastic photograph of he and I when he was coaching again my senior year. I was his captain. He still calls me captain, um, and I'm immensely grateful for that. I still call him coach because, again, we uh, doesn't matter. Well, I'm not going to take you down a stroll down my high school tennis career, but as I alluded to in the intro, I owe a lot of the confidence I like to think I now carry myself with to the coaching he offered us as young men. Again, that's when you're most impressionable, and thankfully we had Josh, I suppose, offering us that impression as opposed to perhaps some of the others we could have had as our coach. Anyways, shout out to Josh. He's the man. Appreciate him taking the time to chat, wishing he and his team nothing but success this season. And as I alluded to in the intro, Wednesday, 6 p.m. Eastern time, Tulsa, Arkansas, ESPN+. Plus. Make sure you tune in. A shout out, as always, to the efforts of our super producer, Daniel Westa, for the <laughs> better any job he does day in, day out, making all of our content possible. A shout out, as well, uh, to all of you listeners who do continue to tune in day in, day out. I know the podcast, particularly the mini break, had slowed down of late. We're picking things back up this week. I promise we will have the sort of guests you deserve to help us play catch up on everything. But in the meantime, with all that said, for our fantastic guests, Tulsa men's tennis assistant Josh Molino, our super producer Daniel Westoff, and from all of us here at both Crack Rackets and the Tennis Channel Podcast Network, I'm your host Alex Gruskin. And we say you've been listening to another edition of the Cracked Interviews Podcast. Stay safe, stay healthy. Talk to you all soon. Thanks, everyone.